0: This week's parsha Perspective is in honor of the Refua Shleima, the complete and speedy recovery of Harvimitah ben Shoshana, Le'emint Shabbat and Sha'ul ben Britta. This week's parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmila Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted, and may their memories be a blessing. This week's parsha Perspective is in honor of the Akira family, and they are sponsoring a new Torah this Sunday. May Hashem bless them and their community with much happiness, health, and success. This week's Torah portion is Pasha Shlach, A Little Seedling. Our Pasha begins with the story of the spies' exploration of the land of Israel. The Jewish people lacked faith in what God had told them about the land, so they asked Moshe Rabbeinu if they can send spies to study the land of Israel and report back their findings. Moshe turned to God, who replied that he is allowed to send spies, but God himself is not commanding him to do so. Moshe then picked one leader from each tribe and assigned him with this interesting and special task. The spies headed out to perform their directives. They spent 40 days and 40 nights surveying the land and its people, and when they returned to Moshe Rabbeinu they reported that the land was indeed flowing with milk and honey. However, they warned that its citizens are powerful and mighty giants and its cities are well fortified, and therefore it will be impossible to conquer. The Jewish nation turned to Moshe and told him that they would rather return to Egypt than be defeated in battle. Upon hearing their complaints, God informed Moshe Rabbeinu that he would punish the Jewish people for their persistent lack of faith. He exiled the Jewish nation to 40 years of wandering throughout the desert and banned any male over the ages of 20 years old from ever entering the land of Israel. However, a question comes to mind. The chapter following the episode of the spies begins with the sacrifices that will be offered once the Jewish nation settles in Israel. The Pasik writes by Dabra and Moshe Laimor, and God spoke to Moshe saying, Tell the Jewish people, Kisavarsehim, Ashir Anina Sainlachem, when they enter the land that I'm giving you, you shall give an offering to God. But why did God detail what must be done after entering the land directly after banning that generation from ever entering the land of Israel? What is God implying by mentioning these sacrifices? The Ibn Ezra, Reverend Avram bin Mayor ibn Ezra gives a very straightforward answer. He writes that Hashem gave these laws to show the Jewish people that He forgave them. When Moshe and Aaron and the two righteous spies, Yeshua and Kalev, saw that the nation did not want to go to Israel, they publicly mourned. And Yeshua and Kalev attempted to reason with the nation. And they said, Asher The land that we scouted and explored is very, very good. But the people lost all interest, and instead they threatened to throw and peddle them with stones. The Ibn Ezra explains that since most people turned their back on God, God wanted to know and wanted to let them know that He exonerated them. Although He banished them to the desert for 40 years, His relationship with His people remains very much alive. They are still obligated to learn Torah and fulfill its commandments. And despite their punishment, they are beholden to the covenant that God made with them at Har and at Mount Sinai, that they are His chosen people from all other nations. However, the Rabbeinu Bachayer of B'chayr bin Asher gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He quotes the Medrash Tanchuma that explains that these laws are connected to the spies' failure to instill confidence in the youth, to instill confidence in the next generation. The Rabbeinu Bachai explains that children were already mourning their parents' premature death once they heard the punishment from HaKadosh Baruch And as you can imagine, their view and their perspective of the Holy Land, of the Land of Israel, was not great as it will be connected to so much pain. And consequently, therefore, God gave these laws to people who won't enter the land so they can teach their children on how to take advantage of Israel's incredible and amazing brachas, amazing blessings. How to thank God for fulfilling His promise to our forefathers, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and although it was already a while, their descendants would settle and go in the land of Israel. It is common knowledge that parents will always want their children to surpass and be more successful than they were. But for that to happen, parents need to plant the seeds of faith, wisdom, and compassion into the hearts and souls of their children. And this obligation only grows as the children continue to mature and develop. But the parents will also begin to see the fruits of their hard labor, how the values they taught were understood and then incorporated into their children's everyday life. The Rabbeinu B'chai explains that although they won't be entering the land of Israel, God wanted them to ensure that their children would be able to see the beauty and take advantage of Israel's holiness. And this begins by teaching their children what they should offer once they settle in Israel, their eternal home. In our daily life, we must realize that the education of our youth is of utmost importance. The values of our society today are constantly changing and pushing social and ethical norms to a point almost beyond recognition. And this is not only true from a religious perspective, but also from a secular and civil one as well. And this means we must go on the offense concerning education of our youth and the people they surround themselves with. And the more educators or parents put in energy in their children or students' development, the more they will be able to enjoy and savor the fruits of their labor. There is an extremely deep quote by the famous Elie Wiesel. There is a divine beauty in learning. To learn means to accept that life did not begin at my birth. Others have been here before me, and I walk in their footsteps. The books that I've read were composed by generations of fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, teachers and students. I am the sum of their total experiences, and so are you. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, thepartialperspective.com send thoughts and comments to the partial at gmail.com till next time thanks for listening